0: Hey, are you ready? Yeah, welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. Hey what's going on, y'all? Welcome. Welcome you to episode 14. Wow episode 14 can you believe we made it here you know if you're listening right now consider yourself my best friend because you are a friend and you're helping me be my best you know and I just want to thank you for joining me here on the St. Michael podcast one man's attempt at business family and comedy and I am your your gracious and wonderful host Michael Agbajan you know um, right now we're at a temporary lockdown we are at a stay at home uh i don't know what you call that stay at home order you know uh depending on where you're from but i'm in dallas texas so that's happening here um to stay away from people because of a pandemic that's going on right now we're in our third week of this pandemic and you know i'm just letting you know here right now i'm here to rescue you i'm here to rescue you from yourself i'm here to rescue you from your boredom I'm here to rescue you from your problems for at least a little, at least about an hour, you know, I can't say all, you know, all your problems, but at least for an hour, I'm gonna rescue from it because, um, this is, um, this is a podcast meant for you to have a good time, entertain yourself, listen to a little business, listen to a, you know, some juicy conversations, a little story here and there. Uh, and this one definitely got it, you know, um, right now, if you're staying at home, keep staying at home, Make sure you distance yourself because right now you need to understand this. The virus stops moving when we stop moving because the virus has spread through us. So the moment we stop moving and connecting with each other like this, the faster we're out of this particular lockdown because um, real lives are at risk. People are really dying. This is a very um, serious thing, you know. Um, But, you know, hopefully that your neighbors are are being nice and, um, and uh, friendly because mine aren't. You know, for some reason, um, my neighbors don't wave. The neighbors don't wave, you know? You know, we've been in this neighborhood for um, close to five years, you know, and only about four of our neighbors have welcomed us, you know? And we see these people all the time. You know, and you would think at a time like this, you know, that, you know, um, uh, people are out there most friendly, you know, because they know that we're all in this together, but no, not even, not even a pandemic gets our neighbors to wave, you know, and just as little, as a quick fact, you know, um, we're the youngest niggas in the neighborhood, you know, and as another additional quick fact, we're the only niggas in the neighborhood, just so you know that, and I don't know if it's a situation of Dallas culture, because if you're familiar with Dallas culture, Dallas is um, uh, uh, has a money type culture. You know, I pay to play, you know, um, Dallas is about, you know, who's being served and who's doing the serving. And uh, I don't know if that, you know, is the reason why people don't wave and aren't friendly with each other, because when you go to Houston, everyone's all mixed up everyone's having a good time saying hello to each other saying hello to each other you know super friendly but um for some reason in dallas they just neighbors here don't wave you know um i pull my hand up or shake it i just shake it a little bit they don't they, they just seem not to just wave back and you know uh i would think again at a time like this that let's say they really needed us and they knocked on the door and they're like hey hey michael can Can we stay here can we can we bunker down just for the night no i don't care what's going on you know you should have thought about that four months ago when you weren't waving you know but i definitely think that um dallas can be much friendlier you know we are um i don't know if it's just a stuck-up city or whatever but um yeah it needs to uh needs to do better but either way it don't matter to me because your boy's still flossing you know what i mean it don't matter I'm still flossing. I actually flossed right before I got on this uh, this episode with you, you know. So I, I really do appreciate um, you joining me on this one. Um, a quick update uh, with the Water Boys is that uh, we're we're still up and moving, doing it really well. You know, it's a mobile car wash, uh, mobile and on site car wash. Our on site game right now is super low, but our mobile game super strong. You know, uh, even in a time like this. Um, in these past three weeks that, you know, we still have customers um, who are, you know, um, still booking with us, still getting the services at their house, you know, and, you know, we're super contactless. So we don't have to contact nobody. We just go to the car. It's unlocked. We, You know, we we take it from there, you know, uh, but my employees are still eating. And on the weeks, which are, there has been weeks in these last three weeks, there's been at least one week where they weren't meeting their regular pay and I just came out of pocket and paid them what I've, you know, what they actually are really used to, you know, I want to keep this going, you know, um, for some time, hopefully I can keep it going for as long as I need to, to make sure that my team is strong that they, they feel, you know, secure and that they don't have to worry, you know, that's how i take care of mine, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, other people, you know, like Facebook, you know, they're doing um, well, for their employees, they're paying them their full. And plus, they just gave them an extra thousand dollar bonus just to say, hey, here you go, you know, stay at home. And now they're doing this new um, portal, you know, that's how they're communicating to one another, you know, um, it's through the portal. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of companies out there who are making sure that they're um the employees are taken care of, but it's not as easy for everybody. I understand that, you know, um, restaurant game right now is really tough, but the catering business has gone up, you know, the catering delivery business has gone up. So, you know, if you're in the re- restaurant game, you know, uh, takeout, you know, um, uh, or delivery really makes sense, but see, there are, you know, some, some flaws with that. You know, you got high end places, um, you know, like let's say Perry Steakhouse. Um, there's um uh Nick and Sam's, anywhere like that, right? They say, hey, curbside. First off, Nick and Sam's, you know, um, the only reason we go to your restaurant is for the restaurant experience. I'm not I'm not gonna pay a hundred and fifty dollars for a steak to pick it up and take it home and eat it. That doesn't make sense. Part of the reason why that steak is $150 is because you have to go in that restaurant, you know, and they give you that exceptional service, you know? So if that, if that's not happening, why am I paying $150 for a curbside steak? Huh? Discount it for what you're not receiving, what's not coming with it. So some of these people got to understand that you know, uh, they were definitely heavier in the experience than they were in the, in the food, you know, and now at a time like this, where they can't give people that experience and they're still pricing it based on the, you know, what they feel the food is valued based on that experience. No, you know, $150 for a steak that so you got to pick up curbside and take home. No, that's not how it works. You know, um, to other news, uh, the barber school is doing good, you know, Um, Michael's Barber Academy is still open, but we're close to the public. You know, we don't have anybody going into the school right now. We haven't been, haven't had anybody for about two weeks, two and a half weeks. And right now we're, we're, we've moved most of our curriculum, at least the in-class curriculum online. So, you know, and this is what Cosmo School has been doing, esthetician school, any, you know, any of those hands-on type service businesses are moving a lot of what, um, uh, their training online TDLR, which is the Texas department of licensing and registration, uh, gave us the opportunity to, um, do these things online, you know? And, um, I just want to say, I appreciate that because, you know, we're still able to keep the doors open, uh, you know, in a certain way, you know, and still take care of our current students. Uh, we haven't had any new enrollment since because of this whole situation, but, um, I feel that we'll be back into good graces somewhere um, somewhere in uh, July. That's what I'm thinking. You know, um, I, I feel optimistic about what's going on. I know that everyone's in the same situation, but um, just know that, you know, this is temporary. It's not permanent. And that we'll get through this, you know, because um, nothing lasts forever. You know, and you know, a lot of people, you know, I know they try to do the whole doomsday thing, oh the world's coming to an end. But guess what? The world has been ending since it started, you know? So it's always ending. So don't listen to all that. Cause it's it's hogwash, you know. But um, I'm here to bring down to bring you a few gifts. Don't say Christmas didn't come early, because Christmas is coming early today. And the reason why is that i found another grant for you all and this one is an even juicier grant than the ten thousand grant ten thousand dollar grant that i mentioned before this grant is called the payroll protection program pay, the ppp right and uh the the difference with this one is that with this particular grant versus the ten thousand dollar grant is that this was not limited by ten thousand this one i think could go all the way up to ten million Right. And the way this one works is that they'll pay your like okay. So what they'll do is they'll take your last year's numbers and they'll give you I think two to three months worth of what your payroll is. Right. Now they'll give you that and you know, whether you're paying yourself or paying your employees or whoever is on your team, um, As long as you use 75% of those funds over eight weeks to pay your employees like as if nothing ever happened and then use the remaining 25% towards um, your lease or um, towards utilities or anything like that, they'll forgive it. 100% of it. So that means that let's say your payroll last year um, was uh, from, you know, your two best months was Let's say $30,000. They'll give you $30,000. As long as you use that $30,000. Towards paying your employees. And towards your utilities or your rent. They'll forgive 100% of that. Now. I mean come on now. I ain't ain't had something like this happen. Since 2005. In September of 2005. Well around that time. I'm not sure if y'all remember. There was something called. Hurricane Katrina, and Hurricane Katrina hit, um, New Orleans, and it was pretty devastating, but see, Hurricane Katrina's cousin, Hurricane Rita, hit Beaumont, Texas, where I went to school, Lamar University, and Hurricane Rita was a cyclone, a really bad cyclone, so really, really, um, a hurricane like that, but hey, it was one of the worst cyclones ever, and we had to evacuate out of, um, we had to evacuate out of Beaumont and we had to go back to wherever our homestead was. I went back to Dallas a lot, you know, along with a lot of my friends. And um, they said, if you've been affected by this, uh, Hurricane Rita, please call FEMA and we will help you out. Well, i called FEMA, FEMA. I was on hold with them for about four hours. But when I got through, they said, hey, Michael, sorry that you've been going through all this. We got to check on the way. I waited next to that mailbox every day for seven days and when that check came, $2,000. I'm at, I'm 20 years old at this moment. Think about it, 20 years old in college broke. $2,000 to me was $200,000 to a 50 year old. I was like, I'm rich, I am so rich, man. And I took that $2,000 and the first thing I did is I ran to the mall, I ran to the mall I went to Macy's and the first thing I got, I paid, I, I bought $200 in Polo Ralph Lauren socks. I had to get those socks. I don't know why I got those socks, but I spent $200 in socks and I went from, um, from Macy's and I ran to Old Navy and I bought about $150 in blazers. And now if you're familiar with, you know, Old Navy prices, $150 in blazers It's about 60 blazers. So I had a whole suitcase full of blazers. I'm like, man, I'm going to be fresh for the rest of the year. Right. And then I went from there and then I ran to Dillard's and I bought a, um, what is it? A, uh, a a patch. Okay. It's a Ralph Lauren. uh, Look, there's a lot of Ralph Lauren. I get, I get it. But Hey, your boy had 2000. Hey, your boy's rich. So there's a Ralph Lauren blazer and it had all these like hobo patches on it, super ugly. It's a super, it's a super ugly blazer. And I spent, okay, the blazer is on sale from $1,500 to like 300. So I said, hey, put it in the bag. <laughs> put it in the bag right now. And to this day, I have not wore that um that blazer. You know, um, um I'm kind of embarrassed by that. To this day, I still have the blazer. You know, hopefully one day you might see me wearing it, but it's it's a super ugly blazer because it has these little patches that look like a, a a hobo clown. You know, it's a cheap looking. I don't know, but it was unique, and I guess that's why they discounted it so much. But I said put it in the bag, and I know what you're probably thinking, like Michael, that $200, two hundred dollars, the two thousand dollars was for you to you know to help yourself in a in a crisis. First off, who are you to judge? Second. Who is FEMA to judge? You know, who are they to tell me that I don't need these socks? Who who are they that I don't need to keep my feet warm? You know, who are they? So there's not a place for us to judge. So that's why I'm telling you right now, I'm bringing you the goodies. Christmas has came early. This this grant that is coming in right now, you know, um it, the payroll protection program, by far the best. You know, and hopefully you could um, lock into this before you get locked out, you know? So, um, I hope that you feel that one. Another one, another gift for you is that Mailchimp is giving away Mailchimp and Facebook. They're giving away, um, free advertising. So they're going to give you, I think anywhere from 500 to $5,000 worth of online advertising for the free free. I'm talking about Facebook marketing. You know, MailChimp marketing for the free, free, come on. So go to facebook.com and figure out or find that, um, that, that ad grant that they're giving for you to, you know, push free ads for your business, you know, and then go to MailChimp and then they'll show you how to, um, to lock in for free, um, free ads there. You can't lose here. You got money coming in to take care of your employees. You got grants coming in to take care of your overhead. You also have, you know, advertising uh, grants and free advertising. Come on now. This is going to slingshot you so fast into the future. Come on. Take advantage of this. I hope you are. Um, But yeah, uh, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself in 2005 when I got that $2,000. You know, I'm not even going to start on, you know, uh, the $500 I got from Red Cross, you know, you know, but it was I learned a lot, you know, and I learned a lot about myself now in this whole stay at home because, you know, uh, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm making good of it in this time that I'm having because I'm getting back in the weight room you know, uh, cause I have time to make sure that I get my body right. You know, I'm reading the books. I'm on currently on a book. Oh, let me show you range. Um, this is, um, by David Epstein and, uh, it's called range Why generalists triumph in a specialized world. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, Malcolm Gladwell, but he wrote a book called outliers. It's one of my favorite books. And it talks about 10,000 hours. And it says that You become an expert when you spend 10,000 hours in anything, right? And this book, Range, is saying that, you know, um, not only do you not need to spend 10,000 hours in a specialized, like, specific, like, thing, you know, um, you should generalize, that you should do different things, and that those general understandings that you have in in different areas would uh, make you a uh, a more successful and more skilled person, you know? And the weird part is on the front, you know, it says, I loved range by Malcolm Gladwell. So he, they put that there as a nod to say, Hey, you know, um, this book rivals outliers, you know, which is a good one. But, um, I also learned in this time of being at, being at home, um, of my eating habits, you know, I I don't know if I'm creating new eating habits or discovering my old ones, but my uh, my wife calls me um, the human, not human, the household trash compactor, right? I think she used to call me uh, the, uh, the human trash can before because I would eat pretty much anything that is left over in the fridge, and I didn't notice it until you know this whole stay at home little order came into play, but, you know, I eat food in the fridge in order of, you know, like oldest to new, you know, and that's not good, but see, what's also not good is buying all this food and then throwing it in the trash, Mm -mm. so even when my wife cooks delicious fresh food, like jambalaya that you cook today, you know, I'm still eating chicken from four days ago, you know, is that a problem? No, it's not a problem. You know, my stomach is fortified and I am strong. I'm taking my vitamin C. <laughs> so I just hope, um, that I, um, that I stay strong, you know, cause you know, I, I don't want to keep eating old, old food, but as long as it stays cold, and I and look and I, just so you have another fun fact when it comes to me is that I could eat food cold. I could I could eat anything straight out the fridge. I know some people. Oh, how do how do you have how do you eat something without it being warmed up? How do you how do you eat Brussels sprouts uh, without it being warmed up? Well, let me just tell you, I just eat it. I'm not tripping, you know. I'm not tripping on the heat. So that's just what that is, you know. Um, also, you know, uh, the other day calm me down a little bit <laughs> uh the other day we went to shake shack if you're familiar with um shake shack it's a uh, what is it uh shake shack is uh a burger spot shout out to new york that came down to dallas and they blessed it with some delicious burgers even though the burgers aren't competing with their okay shake shack is one level below in and out and then um shake shack's probably at the lowest above in and out is Burger, and then above Burger, you're probably looking at brahms slept on um and then above um all those is um you're probably looking at twisted root super fire twisted root and then um as an as a wild card number one i would say mcdonald's Ooh, why I say McDonald's? Not because it's delicious, because it is, but because they're consistent. And I love their business. They've scaled their business in ways that are unimaginable to those beneath them. So I don't just like McDonald's for their burgers. I like what they did with the burger and what they did to their business and how they scaled it so amazingly. So that's why they're at the top. But while, while we're on the way to Shake Shack, Um, there's a business that's, okay. We went to one in Las Colinas and there's a business there that's called, um, lunchbox wax center. Do you hear that name? It's called lunchbox. They, they, they wax you and they're called lunchbox wax center. And I'm thinking that's the name. (laughs) That's the name you chose. I'm like lunchbox worst case I would think because to me that's not a great name it's a weird name you know um it could have called a bush box or juice box you know but lunch box no ain't nobody eating no box of lunch in the middle of the day like that you know like who thinks that that's a lunch box ain't nobody anybody eating that you know oh not is that eating or I don't even know what I'm saying but they call it lunchbox, and I think that's just a real peculiar name, an odd name to give a business, you know. Um, but yeah, because I, I don't know, it just seems uh, seems odd, you know, for a business name, uh, lunchbox. But uh, I left this one a little shorter than I you I usually do because I'm in- I'm introducing something new to you. What you're about to listen to is. Um, a conversation a great conversation with uh, a potential co-host and you know uh this is what i would consider what you've been listening to right now which is usually my my uh, one-on-one with you um that's with that's always going to be here but i'm also introducing to you another segment in the same episode i know you're thinking to yourself whoa michael like you're giving us too much today. I know, I know I'm going extra ham, extra ham, eggs and cheese right now, you know, for you. But, you know, uh, this is this first segment where I'm giving you the one-on-one, right? And the second segment, I'm probably going to go ahead and say it. I'm introducing to you my co-host and my co-host is my best friend. Blythe and Marie Agberjan. and And um, we, we enjoy a great conversation. We discuss everything from family. We have great laughs. And um, talk about everything under the sun and what's going on right now. You know, uh, so it's just a new layer, you know. Because I'm thinking to myself, um, why is it that, why is it that I have to like make you choose between either me or me having a conversation with a guest or me having a conversation with my best friend, you know, no, the answer, if you really want to know the answer is both, you get it all, you know, you're going to get me, then you're going to get me and my wife. And then in the future, you're going to get me, my wife and a guest, you know, and, uh, she's going to bring the softer female dynamic to it. I'm going to bring, um, I'm bring the heat, you know, I'm going to keep the control. I'm going to keep my foot on the gas, you know? So just know that I'm introducing to you one of the uh, most special people in my life. And she will be with me every week. And we, and I will be giving you my one-on-one. And, you know, me and her will talk about whatever it is that we talk about. And uh, just know as as we go in the future, I will just give you more and I'll give you more, and I'll give you more, because there's no choosing which one between, you know, when it comes to me, I'll only give you the most, I choose both, I give you everything I can, so, thank you so much for joining me, and, you know, um, take a listen to me and my wife, yeah. Hey.
1: Hi. How you doing? I'm good.
0: Cool. How do you feel? How do you feel? You feel good? Feel great?
1: I feel good. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't say great, but I feel good.
0: Why you say you wouldn't feel great? What would make you feel great?
1: What would make me feel great? Mm-hmm. Going back to work. <laughs> are you over
0: uh, the stay at home?
1: No. The first two weeks was hard. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm over it,
0: but what week? Are, hold on. What week are we in?
1: Damn, I don't even know. It's
0: a third. It's third a, week. It's a third week from is this it? last tuesday
1: i don't know my days are all mixed up i don't i really don't know they
0: had a um <laughs> <laughs> they had a uh someone was like a news thing and they said let's play what day is it yeah you don't know you'll have no idea i know
1: today's tuesday
0: yeah i, I
1: and it's forget. the 7th april 7th but as far as like how long we've been in this house i have no idea i stopped counting
0: is, did it has it gotten easier, are you like what do you think?
1: for me, yeah, it has you know the first two weeks was hard talking to you about like how I felt like low key not feeling that great about being stuck at you know in the in the house and not having things to do as far as like work, but um, now I'm just kind of like used to it being what it is and you know making the best out of the situation, so we've been doing like a lot of home improvement stuff and decorating and you know things. That how's that yeah
0: yeah so you, you got a few things accomplished I know. You, how, long, how long have you put been putting off things that you said
1: a couple of years wow we have you know that the blank. we have a blank wall and i've been staring at this wall for about i don't know two years just trying to figure out what to do with it and, you know i'm addicted to pinterest so i get all my ideas from there and finally one day i was just like look I'm going to buy all this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to decorate this wall. We're going to get it done. Everything came. We decorated it and I'm so proud of it. It looks so good. It looks good. great. You yeah. know, but
0: it made me a little nervous cuz, you know, at a time like this where everyone's kind of like budgeting, and hunkering down.
1: Look, I'm over here shopping <laughs> every day. Is I that, got a package coming to the house. Is that a, is that a coping thing? It could be. If it's but it's making me happy, so
0: I know you know I have to I haven't bought, look, I don't, I'm not the person who buys online at all,
1: you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm the complete opposite.
0: And I thought by now that maybe I'll get into like new habits as far as like, you know, buying online and things Mm -hmm. like that. But I had, I still don't buy online.
1: I buy everything. If we could buy a house online, I probably would. I I
0: think think you you can. can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can. What's that place called? Red? Um, I'm not
1: sure. I don't know the the website, obviously, but. I might go check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because
0: there, there's a there's a thing called Red Man. It's on the stock market too, and it's like it'll I, come to you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, basically that you could, I think, do a get like get like a vulture like a virtual realtor to come in or whatever.
1: Oh,
0: I forgot exactly. Um, it's like Red something. It's annoying have to me check that. that out. Yeah, but um. I so, just
1: downloaded this app though. Which one? I think it's called Design App, where you can like. I haven't How's got on it yet. So. Design just re- app, just regular. St- yeah, just the word design uh-huh. app. I think that's the name of it, where you can just—it's like a virtual house, and you can design the rooms, like pick the furniture and everything. I haven't used it yet. I just downloaded it today, but one of my coworkers she uses it, and she loves it. So she's like, Bly, check it out. You might be interested in it since you're like designing your house right now with the decorating." So,
0: oh, so it's yeah. like—it's not something like I was about to ask—is it a game or is this no? It's like not Realtor's a game. It's something? just
1: probably. It's just an empty house and you just go room by room and you just decorate it. Does it look from like top the, to bottom?
0: Does it look like your house?
1: Maybe. I haven't used it yet. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I literally just downloaded it like an hour ago.
0: Oh, just so, so that's going to
1: be, like a, new, <laughs> a gonna new be like a new hobby for me because I'm addicted to Pinterest. Always have been. And, um, you know, I've been using it way more now because I'm at home. And so I'm just picking like random spots in the house to redecorate. And then I was like, okay, well, this little app would be cool just to have, you know, spare time and play around with.
0: Are you um, are you over cooking or are you still into Man.
1: It? Y'all have been cooking like three times a day. <laughs> I'm a cafeteria <laughs> lady over here. Jeez, <laughs> the janitor, the cafeteria lady. That's, that's not a bad thing, right? Or is it is a bad thing? I mean, it's, it's not that bad. You just run out of ideas. And when you have little kids, it's like... What can you cook? You know, you can't really just go so fancy. We like to eat fancy. The boys really don't. I mean, I made jambalaya and they love the shrimp. Mm-hmm. That's probably as fancy as fancy as they get is shrimp. But um, yeah, everything
0: yeah. is risky when it comes to how yeah. picky they are with their food.
1: Yeah, because one day they'll love it. And the next day they're like,
0: mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like,
1: OK, what? Chicken nuggets, spaghetti, fish sticks. I mean, what are we what are we eating over here?
0: Have you um, have you learned something new about like. Like, as far as like, um, because you talked about different like recipes and Mm -hmm. things like that. Now that you're kind of over, is it that you want to go to do something different or is it that you just are over it?
1: A little bit of both. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do want to try something different, but then I am kind of over it. Yeah. So.
0: I think everyone's over this whole thing, but you, I know you are telling me earlier that it's gotten easier, this whole quarantine thing, Mm -hmm. right? So it started off rough.
1: It was rough for me the first two weeks. I thought that. You know, I would have everything planned out and scheduled, which I did. And I'm so like controlling and I want to control everything and make sure everything is happening specifically at the times that I set. That's facts. Yeah. And when they don't go my way, it's just like I get anxiety. So the first two weeks was hard. Like I was stressed out. Anxiety. I felt like I was kind of like low key. I wouldn't say depressed, but I felt like it was kind of heading that way in that direction. Yeah. Because I'm just so used to doing things that, you know, not that I want to do, but that makes sense for the family as far as, like, you know, work. I like going to work. But isn't that part of, like,
0: when you're trying, like, I wouldn't say trying something new, but when you're going to something new and you're adjusting, Mm -hmm. did you account for, like, that time of knowing that you're not going to be very comfortable?
1: Yeah, I did. But, I, you know, I think I tricked myself into thinking that this is going to be fun. We're all going to be okay. Like we got it down pack, we'll be fine. But no, like I'm working from home now, which is something that I've never done before. You know, I work retail. So I like to be out and about talking to people. The fact that I'm doing retail inside of my house is extremely weird. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I'm teaching the boys, you know. So it was just like trying to balance everything and you know, it was really hard in the beginning, but now I feel like I have a system down and it's working. Yeah. You know, I'm still working from home. I'm still teaching the boys. You know, I'm I'm doing more creative time with them instead of just making them work in workbooks, you mm-hmm. know, figuring out new things for them to do and then making sure we work out making sure we eat healthy, making sure we're going outside. I've been
0: feeling good lately.
1: I know, for real. I've been doing my (laughs) squats. You know, we've been walking the block. We've been painting outdoors. When it's raining, we take a drive downtown and we just drive, you know, with the Mm -hmm. windows down. So all that's been helping me staying in the house. I'm not a homebody at all. So I think that was just kind of getting to me. But us, you know, going out and about and, Rolling that window down and letting that breeze hit your face.
0: You know, um, Michael Phelps, um, Mm. he, I guess, recently just opened up about his depression and anxiety.
1: Mm. And he
0: talked about how people need to, you know, uh, look out for their friends and talk to their friends and check on not only like their physical health, but their mental health. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like through this whole thing, the thing that people were most worried about is their mental health.
1: Oh, yeah. Like I like to think as myself as a strong person, and I think people around me feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to read my emotions. I kind of you know stick to myself. I've been to you about everything. Um, so my friends forget to check on me. Mm-hmm. You know when I'm I'm going through this with them, and if everybody else is down and out, how do you think I feel? Yeah. You know, so I'm like check on your strong friend. Like that statement is so true. But know? when they
0: say check on your strong friend that person who's posting it, this ain't check on me. Yeah, Check on me. (laughs) Yeah. Check on me. Even me,
1: like even with our, um, cause you know, we work every day from home. So we have a group chat that we text and I'm like, check on your strong friend. Mm -hmm. And then one person was like, who's your strong friend. Everybody else was like, bly. Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm that strong friend, like check on me too, make sure I'm good. You know, I'm not saying like baby me or coddle me, but just be like, Hey, how are you? How are you feeling? I
0: was just about to ask that. Like, how do you do that? Like, is it, Okay, if I ask you, like, how, hey, how's everything? And mm-hmm. you say, what do you usually say? See, with you, I get deep. Not me, not me. Oh, with anybody like else? A friend, like a
1: See, it's hard because I'm, I have that wall up. Only because I'm like, I don't want to be pushed away or just kind of looked over. Because usually when I do open up to other people, I always get that, oh, you'll be all right. And they just kind of walk away. Because I am, like, a strong person. So it is hard for me to open up about my feelings with other people. Cause I always feel like I'm going to get pushed away. Yeah. So I don't really do it much. And then every time I do open up, that's exactly what happens. So
0: I wonder if that's the thing that you do to yourself though. Right. Like, you know, like if you feel, remember I told you like, Oh, this is for y'all too. <laughs> is that, you know, sometimes when you're trying to hide something, mm-hmm. you know, um, like let's say an insecurity or something about yourself, it usually exposes mm-hmm. that you have something, right? you know, and if it, if you feel that, you know, I'm not going to open up mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, be vulnerable because I feel like I'm going to be pushed away. So therefore people treat you that way because you are like pulling a wall up. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's true. It could be that, yeah. you know, if I'm having a bad day and I show up at work and um, some people can see it on my face, some people can't. The people who can see it on my face, some choose to ask, mm-hmm. you know, if anything's wrong, and some choose to ignore it. So, um, you know, I'm not trying to get too deep in this. <laughs> it's like this is a therapy session, but I, you know, it it is a hard situation. I, you know, I understand what everybody's going through. It, um, you know, it's not fun to be in this. Do com- you, you know, situation?
0: Yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, the, the, this is just maybe I can speak, only speak for myself because. I consider you my best friend
1: Oh,
0: (laughs) and you know um being in the house which I'm not really against being like a homebody because I could be in or out doesn't matter right so I feel like I could adjust because I work from home a lot anyways exactly so you know being next to my best friend and being able to talk to you more now I already I think I mentioned this at the very jump saying hey you know this whole coronavirus thing you know the the stay at home mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to it because you are
1: so excited and you still i'm are. so yeah
0: yeah i love it you, you know love it yeah because you know like you learn about you learn a lot about each other mm-hmm. you learn a lot about yourself right you know and um in our house like i can imagine okay before we moved to this house we we're in bly's apartment which is how many square feet
1: Ooh, it was little it's like 800 <laughs> 800 square
0: feet and we just had idols so we only, we only had one son at that time or yeah. one child
1: <laughs> and he was just starting to crawl
0: yeah and you know even me for myself it was too much that that apartment was too small for yeah. us so it's more like right now like shout out to those who are in cramped spaces you know working this out with their family mm-hmm. you know because i know people were probably just like um on the verge. Of getting yeah. a house or on the verge of getting bigger spaces and then this kind of put it to a halt. Right. And, you know, um, you know, the fact that we're in this house now, you know, I know how to balance and give you space and mm-hmm. give myself space, but right. Um I'm enjoying it just because I mean who better to talk to?
1: I mean that's true. Look we talk
0: about everything.
1: Look, I've been complaining these past few years about not having enough time with you and the boys. Now that I have that I'm complaining that I got too much time <laughs> <laughs> with you and the boys. So, you basically you just can't make me happy. I enjoy the extra time with you and the boys. It's just, you know, it's a lot going on in this house. We got two.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. Two boys, mm-hmm.
1: and so you know they're at that age where they uh, wrestle. <laughs> Man, they <laughs> yeah. love to wrestle. And,
0: and Kenzo hasn't stopped screaming since he's been born. Yeah, he screams he all the time. You know, uh, uh, on another note, because I know I, that could go. Yeah,
1: that could. Yeah, let's stop it.
0: Yeah, um, you know, crime is down. Okay, this whole oh, yeah. coronavirus thing, cr- crime is down by twenty percent.
1: That's so weird. Is it because people are scared to get the virus?
0: I don't know. Like what they is said, it? they said robberies and violent crimes are down by twenty percent.
1: If I was a thief.
0: I know right now. I'll
1: be taking advantage (laughs) of this situation. I'll be knocking on everybody though.
0: (laughs) See, is it because you know that people are home so there's nowhere to rob or?
1: I mean, yeah, that could be true too. That could be true. But then I would think, I don't, look, I'm from New Orleans. so I'm not even going to put that idea out there, but I feel like there's ways to get what you want Mm -hmm. but i'm glad they're taking a break
0: (laughs) i'm thinking like i can't imagine you know gangsters like hey we gotta you gotta practice social distancing you know i can't see them yeah that's weird that this this virus got even people who are criminals you know acting you know like upstanding citizens you know
1: well i would hope that they think you know more than just themselves they have parents Mm -hmm. you know they have kids they have a significant others so i'm sure they don't want to like catch it and pass it on to them but that's what i would
0: think why would you think a criminal be that thoughtful i know
1: i mean but if look you have a mom you know yeah. all criminals have moms So i would think that they wouldn't want to get their mom sick that's true i don't know that's just what i'm thinking
0: man i don't know making gangsters mindful and thoughtful <laughs> that's crazy well, but i know i know um so crime is down by 20 percent. Mm-hmm. flexing online is down by like instagram what, 90%. is so
1: boring right now for
0: real you you enjoy man, the flexing
1: no i mean i'm being sarcastic
0: oh i'm about to say i i can't stand it
1: i mean it, it is pretty boring i don't see people flexing i mean they posting some old pictures yeah look at me on the beach first of all i don't want to see no beach picture because we were supposed to be in mexico last week
0: yeah we're supposed to be fresh off fresh yeah off of vacation right now
1: man so I ain't trying to see nobody on no beach talk about some take me back.
0: Do they do they get the refund? Do we get all that?
1: Well, yeah, we did.
0: Oh, okay. We got every cent back. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> say I didn't follow up on that.
1: Every cent. Man. I made sure. But yeah, that was a little sad that that didn't happen. But yeah, I mean, back to Instagram. Flexing is down by like 99.9%. I mean, but, but
0: the bullshit's still going up.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, that um, post I showed you about... Um, People were saying if you don't come out of this with like a new hobby or a new yeah
0: yeah if you don't come out with this with a new skill a new hobby or new hustle oh yeah or something like that then it wasn't the discipline um it was you or something like that or you're something.
1: just lazy yeah i was like what is this trending
0: yeah there's another one where they said uh tell me what you think about this okay someone said um uh, this is a time where you know who's really there for you as far as a friend Those who aren't checking up on you and all that. What do you think about that?
1: People just be making up stuff. Yeah, I
0: feel like they're trying to find a reason to come out of this mad at somebody.
1: Exactly. Saying, like,
0: oh, this is a time where people, first off, checking on people's two way street. Exactly. You know, so nobody in this little moment right now should be waiting on someone to check up on them.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And, you know, those little weak ass tests, I feel like that's a dumb thing to say Mm -hmm. at a time like now because. Everyone's trying to say positive. Right. And then you're gonna bring into some, okay, this is really showing you who your friends are. It's like this is not that.
1: No, it's really not. I mean, you this is your time to do whatever you want for to do. For you.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: If you wanna check up on somebody, then cool. If you don't,
0: cool. Yeah. And look, at the end <laughs> of the day, I feel like it's all this this whole situation is what what are you doing for yourself? You could reach out and figure out, okay, how's everyone doing? But you shouldn't feel Some type of way people aren't reaching out to you right because that's a two-way thing two-way street
1: right exactly no i agree
0: but you know um the reason i said the bullshit's going up still is because you know um i still see people not social distancing
1: oh yeah which
0: i don't really comment on it i don't really go in on it like that but i see it and uh but you comment on
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't comment on it on instagram but if you're one of my friends somebody i know in my close circle and you doing it you getting called out via text
0: yeah i want to look there's some people around me you know um i get it they want to do business they want to grind do all that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um but they're they're kicking it with their friends yeah and not kicking it with their friends. let me say that doing business and you know powwowing and trying to get to know you know like a like new prospects as far as for business. And I feel mm-hmm. like this is just not the time. Right. Exactly. But, it, you know, I'm not going to, the The hard part is that I can't really knock someone's like hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like one of those things like, you know, hopefully natural selection doesn't get them. You know what I mean? But right. if, if you, if you, if you get the virus, it's just hopefully we could just like slow it down. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause every, cause the reason why I get so upset, not really upset, but reason why I, you know, feel some type of way Mm -hmm. about people who aren't social distancing right now and think it's like cool not to and cool to have barbecues and, you know, small little parties is that, you know, we're trying to get out of this as quick as possible, you know, and, you know, the whole flatten the curve, us dropping down the numbers, the Mm -hmm. incidents, that's just something that help us get out of this much faster. And people really don't think this is moments where they said like, um, Like people don't really know the effect they have, you know, like, you know, like when people say, oh, I don't vote because my vote doesn't count. Yeah. This is like a reflection of, okay, your actions do have repercussions.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: You know, and it affects everybody. So Mm -hmm. this is a a good test to see that, you know, there's a there's a ripple effect, you know. Right. Right. Oh, I was about to mention something else.
1: No, I was just going to say, I mean, even I'm like super conscious when I go into the grocery store, like I don't it's not that I don't want anyone to get me sick it's like i don't want to get anyone else sick Mm -hmm. even though i know i'm not sick but i'm like i don't want to get that person sick that's passing me by on the aisle you know like i would feel horrible if i knew i got somebody else sick but i guess some people just don't care
0: there was a um someone shared something it was like a a soldier that was carrying a donkey on his back right Mm -hmm. and they're going through like a field and there's Mm -hmm. like several like soldiers in this field so this, this. so soldier had this donkey on his back and it says you would look at this picture you would think that oh maybe the donkey's injured or they're trying to help the donkey or being thoughtful towards the donkey and you know um uh going through this field but really what it is is that um they know that this they're going through a minefield Mm -hmm. and they let the donkey Mm
1: -hmm. down
0: the donkey would hit a mine right and you know blow everyone up Right, right? right so they said this is a moment where they said you can't let the jackasses wrong wild. you have to control them Mm. you know so you have to get in a moment where you got to control the jackasses because they're going to affect everybody in the same situation and I feel like that's what's happening now
1: that's a perfect example
0: yeah like you this is a minefield it's like like calm down like Mm -hmm. this is there's always moments that people want to stun or be you know cool in this moment but you know this is we're talking about people's health you know and um yeah I'm just trying to get out of this as as soon as possible but even though even though i kind of like this kind of break this little low pressure of course you do <laughs> yeah because you know like i'm taking my guilt-free naps those are feeling good but you know um i know for yourself you've been on new shows like we just finished Ozark season Ooh. three what are your thoughts
1: i love it i got my friends watching it too for real yeah as we speak they're binge watching it Ozark is good Yeah, it's too
0: good so she saw the entire season three which mm-hmm. we're not gonna give any spoilers so we're not no. gonna no um, but hey, look,
1: I do recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and recommend uh, this. Call one. back.
0: <laughs> and um, now we're going through season one. Mm-hmm. I've saw, I've seen season one and two. We saw season three together, yeah. And then um, we're going through season one. We're like on episode seven, yeah. And um, I don't mind seeing it again, it's still good. And it's weird because you're seeing it in a different light. You're seeing it like how they get to where they were at,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's pretty funny because I don't. It To me, it doesn't matter if I watched it out of order, but um, it is kind of cool to see like the beginning after I already saw the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, But it's weird because we started watching Ozark together when, it, when the season first dropped, season yeah. one, because I saw all of the first episode mm-hmm. and then I must have fell asleep second episode and then just let you finish it on your yeah. own.
0: So you feel bad about it? No. <laughs> I have a Tiger King. What are your thoughts on? Because you just started that, and there was
1: started it and finished it uh, first episode. I'm not watching over it again. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. is that? I'm, look,
0: there's a split that's happening of people who are in love with Tiger King and people who just aren't interested.
1: I don't get it. I don't care to get it.
0: It's one of those things where, look, I was listening to um, Godfrey's podcast, mm-hmm. um, and Godfrey, we, we trust, right? And uh, the Asian Andre was talking about. You know tiger king with um with, with uh godfrey
1: mm-hmm.
0: and godfrey was like um i haven't really seen it i've, I've kind of watching i really i'm not really like into it like that he's like what it's so good oh my god it's like perfect for quarantine it's like the perfect show and he tried to describe he said what is so good about it he's like yeah you know like guys who are just obsessed with tigers and exactly there's nothing
1: what? i don't care
0: yeah and i'm like you know it, that happens every time where people are like, "Bro, you gotta see Game of Thrones,"
1: mm-hmm. and
0: like I'm like an hour each episode, and it's in medieval times.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's a lot for you. I mean, I, I've never watched Game of Thrones, which is weird. I would I would have thought that yeah, I would pick yeah, that up because sure, that's something that I would like. But I don't. I'm not into like the trendy stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, people are like, Why? "Oh, watch this."
0: When you say trendy, you're saying that before it becomes a trend. Now that it is a trend, you're like, "I'm not into it."
1: I don't know. Something about me is like that. The I've rebel? always been like that.
0: It's like a rebel type thing. Yeah. Mm. Like
1: when people, when everybody's like into it now, I'm just like, eh, I'd rather not. Cause I just rather not be like everybody else.
0: Man. The first time I realized that.
1: <laughs> was probably the first day you <laughs> met me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Okay. In 03, um, 50 Cent came out with, um, not get rich or die. Try Yeah, Get rich or die. Try Okay. And there was a, there's a split, the same type of split where people were like, man, this guy is like one of the best rappers. Mm-hmm. He's all this, and then there was another side where people were like, he's not that great. Yeah. he's not that great. And I feel like when a trend is happening, mm-hmm. there's something that tells a rebel, don't don't That's fall me. into it. Don't fall into it.
1: That is me, 100. percent. Man, whenever I see everybody doing it, I'm like, nope, I'm gonna why, go the why, opposite you, way. You
0: feel like a sheep if you're like,
1: I just I'm not a follower. Mm. I'm sure it's good. I may watch it when, you know, I when the follow, hype.
0: I don't follow trends. I, I said trends. <laughs> I
1: mean I <laughs> mean You said it, not me. Oh man. No, I mean I'm sure it's a really good show, but I'll be watching it probably a year from now.
0: Mm. Yeah, talking about Tiger?
1: No, I'm 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 done with that.
0: Yeah, you know, he you know that's the most watched um Netflix show in the last um, five weeks, I think. That's so weird
1: to me. Been I mean, I'm sure. Weeks? I don't I'm know. Not sure, but yeah. I'm sure it'll get better because I only watched the first episode, so I'm sure it, it'll get better as the episodes go. But I just, I don't know. Something about it was just not. Enter- I fell asleep. Mm. It wasn't entertaining to me. So
0: they said it started slow. That's what people.
1: Yeah, are saying. and I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have the patience to, to you know, wait for it to speed up.
0: Is there a new show that you're gonna, that you're trying to be on?
1: Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I'm, you know, I'm not really big on TV. You know,
0: this is, uh, when you speak about trends, there's this, okay, people are falling into this trend Mm -hmm. and they don't know that they're falling into it. What is it? Okay, do you see these little, they put these pictures up and they said, one gotta go, right? And they Mm -hmm. put three people, right? Mm -hmm. So they put like, listen, they put like Jordan and then they'll put like um, Iverson. They'll put like, Charles Barkley.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that don't even make no sense. Yeah,
0: so everyone's just going in on Charles Barkley. Oh, they be like, man, so hell no. Oh. Get that motherfucker out of here. I'm like, <laughs>
1: no. you know. He didn't do nothing to nobody. Yeah. Another
0: one was One Gotta Go. It said, um, uh, what's that? Love and Basketball, mm-hmm. uh, The Wood, mm-hmm. or Brown Sugar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All of them, I guess. For you don't me. like any of them? <laughs>
0: Oh, so you, okay? Have you seen you seen the wood? I've seen all of masterpiece. them, masterpiece. Just
1: wait, I don't think I've seen, yeah, I think I've seen all of them probably when they first came out, and then that was a last my song all like. right.
0: Everyone, you already know.
1: I'm not even gonna like participate in this because I already know our friends gonna drag us, but <laughs> you know, I wasn't really into those type of movies. I think mm-hmm. they came out when we were in like in high school, yeah, uh, they were too racy for me, mm-hmm. like, I was more into other stuff, you know,
0: I get that. And so. so are you onto any new shows now? Or Mm-mm. are you just kinda You know,
1: I like my drama T V, like my Royal Housewives. Trash TV. My love, hip my love and hip hop. That's what I would be waiting for. My Shies of Sunset. And then that new show, uh what's the Karma? The, um
0: the Karma, Ind- yeah, yeah, yeah. The I Indian like that one. Show. I love that show.
1: Yeah, that's good. So I like reality TV, trash T V.
0: Uh, yeah, I I, mean, I like I Shots of Sunset.
1: I love Shots of Sunset.
0: I've seen every episode. Yeah. I um love it. and then there's I was really big in, uh, house-wise as far as um, uh, Orange County, big. Mm-hmm. New Jersey, big. Ooh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. They got uh, stupid money.
1: They know they got money. Yeah. I would be wanting to watch it because they got money.
0: Yeah, now they have a girl.
1: Yeah, I forgot her name. Have um, a black girl now. So. Yeah, it's so a
0: girl from Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Fox. Yeah, hope she could keep up.
1: Man, <laughs> I hope so because them girls, they got money.
0: Man, so. But um, Atlanta's
1: probably my favorite out of all of them.
0: Atlanta's the best one, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but Atlanta's a great place in general, just for Black people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't think so? Oh, you don't agree? <laughs> you don't like you don't like Atlanta like that? I don't
1: like trends. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, we've been to Atlanta once. Yeah, you only took me one time. Yeah, you that's it. You it was alright. Right. It was okay. It's okay. It's alright.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people. I have a particular listener who's from they're, they're from Atlanta. Oh, really? They're gonna hear this line.
1: Hey, I love Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're over, you're over, um, uh, you're over Atlanta. You're not really,
1: I mean, when we back. went, it was okay. We didn't do anything like, Oh, take me back. You know, it just, it was cool. It was a cool time. Your brother went, you know, my sister-in-law went. So it was four of us and you got a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Your brother didn't. No, brother didn't get bro- a Okay. So they got tattoos.
0: Kind of feel bad though. Why? Because it was from, um, an artist that like we flew down there to to get it from that particular artist right and he he opened up his shop just for us mm-hmm. on that day it was like appointment only and like my brother got the the koi fish oh yeah he did yeah and um like that took a long time yeah
1: it did we ended up leaving him yeah yeah <laughs> and <laughs> Went then to go shop
0: me i was gonna get like a rocket ship that kind of goes around mm-hmm. my rib and that has like smoke and all this and he was like he kept saying, like, hey, that's going to take a long time. Are you sure you want to get... It's going to hurt really bad. I'll just, like, mm, you know? And... But that was supposed to be, like, a like a $1,200, like, tattoo. Yeah. Mind you, I'm only trying to spend, like, 300 400 Oh,
1: my God. So I
0: said, let me just get my name, like, like right here. <laughs>
1: Actually, that was my idea. And yeah, and like-
0: he was... He looked like, like, so you going <laughs> to do all... The, y'all flew here? Y'all going to have me spend all my time just to do a, a name? And I was just, like...
1: At hey, least I'm getting some.
0: Yeah, and... Um, yeah, I got that tattoo right here. I'm not sure if y'all could see it. I love it,
1: though. Egg on...
0: Yeah, I want to get more. Um, I thought about the sleeve, but not sure about the sleeve.
1: I've always wanted a sleeve. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have gotten it before we had kids.
0: No, not that really, like... Well, why do you say that?
1: Yeah, because that was, like, my rebel stage. Tattoos uh, and, you know, all that fun stuff. So now that I'm a mom, I'm like, hmm, I don't know.
0: You might get back into it, though. maybe. Man. Maybe. Well, there's actually um, one other thing I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have more time in you? Are you too tired?
1: I got, I got some time. I got, <laughs> I got, I got a few minutes. I got a look at eleven o'clock p.m. My brain shuts down. Mm-hmm. My eyes get red. I don't know what's happening, and my words are slurred. Okay. So, I think we got we got time.
0: Yeah, we got a few minutes. This was yeah. I wanted to mention about okay, in the last um last episode I mentioned about uh, the ducks. Oh. And we had these ducks in the backyard oh, that yes. you know, I couldn't turn the pump on Mm-mm. because I didn't want any situations to happen. And what came to our surprise was that okay, we're waiting for this duck that had um
1: 14 Yeah, eggs? 14 eggs mm-hmm.
0: to finally hatch, so, you know, we could finally like, I would say like, what what, what were our plans to have even with the ducks? Or well, we're just thinking.
1: We didn't have any plans. It was just like, okay, y'all hatch, y'all go about your business. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then <laughs> while we're waiting on that duck to hatch those 14 eggs uh, or those eggs to, to hatch. Yeah. There was another duck that came in with all his ducklings. Like how many? 12. 12 of them. A dozen. Yeah, and they were like battling with this other mother in our backyard. So it was kinda like Yeah drama that was happening between two moms in our backyard. Yeah. And um and we learned a lot, you know. We
1: did. We did. We learned a lot. That you know that mothers are very tutorial, regardless of what you are. <laughs>
0: you said tutorial.
1: Not tutorial, territorial. Total <laughs> <Teritorial. laughs> It's I just, late. No, like, it's late. I just wanted
0: to like, because if we had let that ride,
1: I know. See, you like, got my back. People gonna pause it. You're like, hey, what did she just? <laughs> <laughs> Territorial, y'all. Yeah,
0: and um, uh, when a duck, when a little, when a, I guess a duckling from another mother goes near the nest or whatever, mm-hmm. the mom will attack. Yes. The duckling. Throw it around, you know, throw it around, do all this. And the mom of the of the, or the mother of the duckling that's being attacked doesn't really do anything. No.
1: We had to break the fight up.
0: Yeah, over and over. I had to
1: tell him, go outside and break the fight up between the two moms. I mean, not the two moms, the mom <laughs> and the other duckling. So it was pretty sad to see. And then it's like we've lost out of I know. out of about 24, 25 mm-hmm. ducklings in the past week, two of them. Mm-hmm didn't make it
0: Yeah, it's pretty sad you it's know sad. i was even trying to figure out how we could create like some kind of makeshift incubator because yeah. you know like okay ducks i guess they were you know they bring their ducklings in the water couldn't bring them out bring them i guess to give them practice
1: mm-hmm.
0: but after a while they just end up leaving them and then whatever ducklings are left behind yeah they're just left behind They're left
1: behind yeah
0: you know and you know they you know um so one duckling was in a pool and the mother of the, the, the rival mother of, you know, with the 12 ducklings mm-hmm. end up leaving, you know, um, with 11, yeah. left the 12th one in the pool mm-hmm. and you know, um, basically the 12th one got out of the pool Well I mm-hmm. let him, i took him out of the scooped pool.
1: scooped him out. Yeah.
0: The other mother adopted this duck.
1: That we thought she adopted. Thought she adopted. Yeah. yeah.
0: Next, next thing you know, um, a day later, her eggs. Hatch. Yeah. All, so... There was like how many ducklings were 13 total
1: 13 yeah Yeah. 13
0: but they kind of weren't showing any love
1: to the adopted one to the
0: adopted one. so then adopted one was kind of on its own and then Mm -hmm. eventually you know i don't think it was getting enough milk or whatever it was but you know um it just started like it looked like it was just slowly falling out of energy
1: yeah it was pretty sad yeah
0: and i thought maybe i even called like one of the neighbors like is there a way we could incubate and bring this duck back to life he's like hey bro i can't help you i can't out." you
1: ask me can you nurse it <laughs> <laughs> nurse it with what
0: no my she, kids are grown you know she's over here trying to find um you're looking at tutorials yeah about I, <laughs> uh, uh like let's say you put you know uh water uh, sugar water with and bread, bread. Yeah. and while we're figuring all this out you know the duck is already pretty much passing. Mm-hmm. Um so and then um the duckling that had all the uh, the hatched ones whatever. Mm-hmm. Um they lost one too, right?
1: Mm-hmm. She left one behind in a pool. Yeah. And then oh, the next morning Yeah. That was it.
0: Yeah. And but now they're all they're all gone. You they, know, not no, not yeah. dead. But no, us,
1: yeah, they're all out the backyard. Yeah, they're all
0: out the backyard.
1: Which I'm so happy because it did give us a lot of anxiety.
0: We thought it was going to be a a moment of entertainment, maybe like during this whole quarantine thing, which, which was, it has been.
1: Yeah. I love waking up to them in a the pool and seeing the little babies run. But then once you see like the mother's fighting each other and then one mother attacking the other ducklings, it just gets too much. Even with, with the mom and, you know, taking the ducklings out the yard and then coming back. And then you notice that four is missing. Yeah. I went out looking for them, mm-hmm. I was like, how could she leave her four ducklings? You know And then
0: she left. Came back and then all and of them all
1: of them came back so it, it gave me a sense of relief like oh my god thank god you know i've never seen you I never
0: seen you that excited for something like that i know?
1: know man jumping for jo- literally jumping for joy
0: yeah yeah you actually were she's but like yeah.
1: they're all back they're here i was so happy <laughs> i was so happy the mama bear and me was so happy yeah but I, yeah i'm glad they're gone they'll be back they yeah let's come back
0: well you know we could finally get the backyard done yes they're coming tomorrow yeah turn the pool back on the pool is so green. Man, the back, you know, it's just so crazy. It's because we haven't been able to cut it for how long? It's been like
1: it's been a while. It's been maybe like a month.
0: But we haven't even even before that, we haven't even did anything to it for another month. Yeah, so we come just in the winter spring. we don't
1: let them do the yard. Yeah. So our backyard.
0: Uh Do you wanna? Okay, there's a new term. Um, it's called like um uh, massage noir. Massage oh, noir? That you were, yeah yeah and okay so they says a specific denigration mm-hmm. of black women mm-hmm. not women of color but not even black men but mm-hmm. the specific denigration of like black women mm-hmm. and um I want to know like is that something because I never heard this term before yeah me either and they said it happens a lot they said it happened with Trump in that one uh reporter um where He's kind of attacking her, saying like, um, you know, you have a nasty mouth or whatever. And then he was like, um, you need not be so threatening. You don't you don't need to be so threatening. And then he kind of did the same thing to, you know, some of the other presidential candidates that were coming out that were black women. Mm -hmm. You know, um, is that something in your past or is that something that you've seen like that happens where there is an issue that people have specifically with Mm -hmm. just black women and like the respect they I th- I know for sure that this is a...
1: Yeah, I mean, but I haven't, I didn't see it growing up. You know, I think I've noticed it more maybe like in college. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when we had all those organizations that we joined yeah, and people talked about it. I think that's when I really... That's when it was brought, like, to my attention. Mm-hmm. I guess because growing up in New Orleans, like, we're all different colors. So, you know, your parents can be... You know, blue eyes, blonde hair, but they're black and then they, they, their kids come out dark skin. Mm-hmm. So. So
0: there wasn't lo- really a lot of that?
1: No. I mean, I didn't see it. Oh. I didn't really see. It. I mean, I got a lot of like. I wouldn't say. I mean, I, I wouldn't say prejudice, but um, I don't know what they even call it. Um, I mean, I got stereotyped mm-hmm. because of my skin color um but it was what because you being light-skinned yeah Mm -hmm. it was more like oh you think you're better than us type thing that was pretty much what i got um but but in
0: in this day and age i know for sure because they're saying that they over-sexualize black women Mm -hmm. and when i say black women i feel somewhat like they're based on this term i think they're pretty much saying dark women dark-skinned women or brown-skinned women probably so i'm sure yeah because they're talking about how they you know um talk about their their curves and mm-hmm. you know over sexualize them they said even in during slavery times that they um, they because of that type mm-hmm. of I guess mis- was it uh, misogynoir? yeah because of that they said that they use that to justify raping like slave slave women because they said like they're so overly sexualized and you know this is what they want this is what they bring into themselves mm-hmm. you know um, but they also I wonder how you could um, fight against it. I think they mentioned at least at least with this term to like how to fight against stuff like that is, like I guess uh, call it out mm-hmm. like when you see it happening or um, when you see it in like they say that you see it a lot in entertainment and cartoons and things yeah. like that. So <clears throat> it's the same way of like when they did like Asians and they'll only have them like give them like karate part, you know, right? Like, you know, like now they don't do things like that because mm-hmm. you know, I guess either they've spoken up or the times have finally caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a term that I wasn't familiar with. I was wondering if that's something you've ever Mm-mm. seen or experienced or whatever.
1: No, not really. No.
0: Well, cool. Well, this was such a great talk. Um, I want you all, you know, to give just a real, real big round of applause to, I would say, like, what, temporary co-host. Um, yeah, My best I'll friend, take that. Uh, Bly. She's been... Um, yeah. so, so so great so glad you came and joined us
1: (laughs) i didn't have anywhere to go i promise
0: (laughs) yeah thank you for joining me on uh this episode 14 and uh as usual love you To check on your children and to check on your strong friends. All right.